Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG, or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. Just a bunch of bitches with muffins and chocolates. Damn it. Paula. Oh my God. Oh my God. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth, everyone. Ugh, ugh. Thank you. That was a good one. I know, despite my thick throat. I, I know. I'm well, going to have to keep muting it just so I can clear my throat. That's fine. It's weird because it's not super early in the morning or anything, but I am, well, first of all, I'm on my period. So, so am I. Everyone, oh my God, we synced? That's I weird. Guess. I know. First of all, you thir- never. My 13-year-old, she feels like she's getting uh, ready to, you know... I, I, I'm thinking I'm sinking with her. You are. I don't know. You I'm, are. Could be sinking with the world. Yeah. This has been, you know, like I've told you, I've said this many times, listeners, you all know, you're probably all sinking with us as well. You're like, oh my God, I'm on my period We're too. All on our period. We all are. <laughs> so anyway, you know, that would explain the Women's March. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> anyway. It was just a bunch of angry women on the rug. Just a bunch of bitches with muffins and chocolates. Damn it. <laughs> So this month's period has been incredibly emotional. I have some where I just wake up one day and go, oh, shit, I started my period. You know, I have those. And then I have the other ones where it's physically exhausting, where I'm like, I'm bloated. I have zits. I'm, you know, I feel like I'm pregnant. You know, this one wasn't so much that, but I was very hormonal, very emotional, uh, <laughs> Daryl and I, and I'm going to give you a little recap of the iHeart 80s weekend because there was some highs and lows. <laughs> Luckily, nothing Daryl did. So he's in the clear. Good. <laughs> so after on our way home from San Jose, we stopped in Napa to get a little glass of champagne because it's literally like 20 miles away. And he's like, we, in 20 minutes, we could literally be sitting down having a glass of wine. I said, do it. Yay! So we went, we went and had a little glass of champagne and uh, we went to this uh, another winery that we really like on our way out and had a glass. And um, they have, you know, all wineries, if they have a retail section, you know, they have all of their, their logo on everything wine oriented, trivets and posters and cutting boards and all of that stuff. So they, because it's Valentine's Day, they had these little cutting boards and they had them in a variety of sizes and they were all heart shaped. I don't know if you know this, but you know, I kind of have a thing for hearts. Oh, I love hearts. Yeah. And I'm like, I have this really great heart that I got from this vintage store in LA and then that's hanging up. And then I have another, I have like a couple, I don't go overboard. I'm not the heart house or anything like that, but occasionally I find something that I think is adorable. So anyway, I'm like, oh, look at this cute little heart cutting board. How adorable. It's got their little name on it, Silverado. And I said, that's really cute. So we decided to buy a bottle of wine that we that we really enjoyed. And I was sitting out on the patio and he comes back out and he has the little, the small heart cutting board in there. Well, of course he does. 
spontaneous. He doesn't think that quickly. I do, but he does not. He's he's kind of a dude in that way. And so, like, I'll get flowers after I've purchased flowers for myself. I'll get them, like, three <laughs> days later. He's like, well, I meant to get it. And I'm like, yes, yeah, story of your life. I meant to. I meant to will be on your gravestone. So he has the cutting board, and I saw it, and I started to cry. <laughs> I started to cry over a piece of wood. And he's like, honey, wait, I thought you wanted this. I go, I'm just so happy right now. Oh, my I was, God. Paula, I was so, I was mortified internally. I was mortified. I'm like, how dare you cry, you pussy? I, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. And I said, I turned to him. I said, I don't know why my body's betraying me in this way, but I just want to say I appreciate the cutting board. I love it. Thank you for thinking of me. I don't understand the tears. I want to hit myself right now, but I'm afraid I would make myself cry more. So let's just pretend this didn't happen. He's like, no problem. Because <laughs> it makes it makes men uncomfortable when women cry, especially when they've done something. Oh, uncomfortable. Okay, so this last weekend, Ryan's been reading this book called Something About Middle School. Yes, I saw his book, yes. Okay, so... They actually had the movie out, so we got the red box. Sweet. Okay, this must be a common theme in books lately. I don't know what it is, but Hmm. it shows him, and what he does is... Because the school he goes to, it has all these it has all these rules, and so what he does is he makes it his his little I guess like vendetta is to break all the rules in the middle of the night. Oh, I remember this movie. The next day, when everyone comes to school, all the kids like rejoice because a, another rule has been broken. Right. So what it shows is him and his friend at night going to the school and like setting up how to break all the rules. Well, mm-hmm. the backstory is, is, is that the mom is dating like this total jerk and the brother and sister, you know, they're sad because their brother had died of cancer like two years ago or something like um, that. And so um, you're bringing me down. Okay, I know. Right. Well, then (laughs) after they're having the discussion, it pans to a family photo in the picture. It shows the brother and sister with the brother who had died of cancer. The brother who had died of cancer is the friend that has been going with him at night to school. It's a ghost? No. He imagines him there because it was his best friend and he I'm can't getting a Im- lump in my throat. Right? What are so, you doing? Why are you do you I just told Jamie, you. I told you. When I saw the photo, before the photo happened, Ryan ran into his room and I'm like, "What are you doing?" And he's <laughs> oh God, like, he's like, he, "I can't watch spoiler. this part." And so You're like, "What's going to happen? Is somebody coming to get murdered?" As it happened, I started bawling and like then ugly crying, like hardcore ugly crying. Yeah, but I hid my face in my robe and then of course Olivia and Crystal they get that like weird look on their face like this look of confusion mom are you okay and then oh, Victor's no. just kind of like you know watching the movie kind of like oh what's going on now you know and I'm Stone. Just like, he didn't even see me crying and I'm just like <sighs> you know what sometimes that's worse <laughs> I was just like, it's like have you no thing. heart have you no soul but the thing is is this is like the second or third movie we've seen where they show like a character helping someone but they're actually not real the person just imagined them there as like almost like a defense mechanism wow you know because yes. they actually died and i'm just like is this what we're doing now to like wow. make stories even sadder 
This well, is just yeah, because ridiculous. Got to reach the new depths. Everyone's so desensitized. God, Unless, it was horrible. The thing is, is nowadays you can't kill the puppy because people will be outraged if you if you kill the dog in a movie. Like that's even worse. Remember, there was a time period when we were kids. You were probably too little, but most yeah, they of the shot movies, old Yeller. Yeah, that's the that was the beginning, and that was way before my time. But yes, but there was a time period where. I was probably Ryan's age where all the the books that they turned into movies for kids, there was a death of some kind as well. And it could be a psychological thing where this is how we introduce children to the fact that death happens all the time and that people still rebound, rebound and, you know, there's grieving and all that other garbage. And it explains why adults become assholes. I mean, who knows? But there was a lot of dead animals in the books that I read that were converted into movies. Where the Red Fern Grows was a gut punch for most people in in my in when I was in grade school because that's where the dogs die and it's like you know that and then the bridge to Terabithia have right. you seen that movie all of the so this is just or the like new the, generation the Narnia where they kill the lion oh my god Paula when I read that as a child I bawled I did when too. they killed that lion and then when I watched the animate the original animated version which is very dark I was terrified and sad when I they was were so killing him sad. i'm like stop it stop. oh my god and they when they cut off his mane i want i just i was i, I was beside myself <laughs> what no i mean it was horrible what are we doing <laughs> okay so all right anyway so yes i cried over the heart you cried over the the, the made-up kid in the school it's just been a very hormonal cycle for some reason and you know what i do is i lash out i'm like I turned to one of the two girls in my house. I'm like, are you on your period? Are you on the rag? You know, what's going on? And they're like, well, I just finished. Damn it. So this is all me. You know, I right. can't even blame it on anyone. Well, I got mad so, at Ryan. I'm like, I, and I, of course, I do this <laughs> slow, like, did you know about this? <laughs> you know? How just like, dare you? <laughs> I'm like, you knew this. And, and I asked him, I'm like, are you this far in the book? I'm like, you knew this was going to happen? How could you? Would I have been more mad at? I would have been like, get your ass in this <laughs> living room and watch this watch with the this. rest of us. <laughs> you menace. How dare you? Think you can run away. Nice to know you've got loyalty. Nice to know if there's someone, some danger, you'll be out the door. The rest right. of us will be standing there going, well, I knew it was coming. That's what he said. He got up and he ran and he was standing in the kitchen. And I'm like, why are you standing in the kitchen? Of course, you know, me being naive, I don't get that there's going to be some, you know, horrendous part coming. And then I'm just like, this is for middle schoolers? I'm like, this is deep. I'm like, this is, this is just horrible. I'm like, this is not for children. You, you are under, you've always been under this impression that children are so immature. They're just too sensitive and too fragile. They're not. They need to learn these things. They have to. When, what are they supposed to do? Go through life thinking the whole world's made of marshmallows and blah, blah, blah. no. Yes. They need to learn. That's how you, that's why reading is so fundamental. But anyway, so before that, Daryl had to, and I say had to, it was actually really fun. We went to the iHeart 80s concert in San Jose and saw New Kids on the Block. Awesome. From the time that we left until literally in the hotel getting ready to leave to go to see the show, I kept saying it was in sync. 
And I said, <laughs> I said, I can't wait to see it. He goes, yeah, he goes, oh, well, what's your, he goes, you keep saying sync." I'm like, no, I know. I'm sorry. I mean, I met new kids on the block. And I mean, I know what it is, but they're all boy bands and they're all end something. So I just mix them up. And I said, I can't wait till they start singing this. I promise you. He goes, that's sync." I'm oh, like, oh, Jamie. All right. I'll way figure to, it out. Way to make yourself sound old. <laughs> I just you were the new kids on the block junkie I mean I yes. like them but you loved them like you were in love with them and it was my, Jordan right my whole bedroom was plastered you with, were literally like, wallpapered yes wallpapered okay so we get in we go to the VIP section it's beautiful it's there's people everywhere that we recognize you know I'm talking to all the people that remember me and it's so funny because Daryl will go oh uh so and so this is my wife James she's like oh my and they literally stop what they're doing and they go I have heard so much about you it is such a pleasure to finally meet you that Aww. happened like 10 times I was like I turned to Daryl I go what have you been saying to these people he goes well I love you honey and I'm like god you're so kind you are such a nice man what are you doing with the likes of me honestly I mean really because they love him love him and for some reason they think i'm wonderful and i'm like all right that's oh, cool really? you he know? must read a script or something i don't know but i mean i really appreciate it but i'm like you really need to lower their standards on when they meet me because if they knew what was going on in my brain they would they would be frightened they would not want to think that i'm great i don't know i'm guessing daryl doesn't know what goes on in your brain occasionally i do and he gets this look on his face like why do you say things like that <laughs> that's what victor that's usually when victor says why do you talk <laughs> well it's not even that it's just i'm like and i always you know end up saying well i should be able to tell you whatever i want he goes jamie if you plan on killing someone don't tell me anything <laughs> <Don't> tell me <laughs> literally say nothing and i'm like fine i won't let you in on the plan i'm just telling you that should something happen Maybe I might know. I could get things done. I'm just letting you I'm know. I'm just saying I could get it done. <laughs> and then sometimes I'll scare him. I'll say, I just want you. And, and, and I literally have nothing on him. And he's probably the, the, one of the cleanest American citizens in this country. Really? And I'll turn to him and I'll look at him and I'll go, I just want you to know that you don't get away with anything. Literally nothing. And he'll just look at me like, what? Well, what? what? I'm like, I just wanted you to know. You, you don't get away with it. I let you get away with He's it. Probably That's thinking about say. the wayward toenail that went flying and he didn't pick <laughs> it up. Or it's a, but but my biggest thing is I'm like I just want you to know I allow you to get away with those things. <laughs> I just don't press it. God, That's all. You're evil. <laughs> yeah. I don't do it every day, but sometimes I do. You know. Just to keep him in check. Just to just to keep him afraid. <laughs> Make him wonder constantly. I don't know what she's capable of, but let's not push it, guys. So anyway, so we get to the arena. I'm excited about NSYNC. We're sitting in our seats and everything's fine. You're, what? You said I'm excited about NSYNC. God damn it. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> and then the show begins and it was really fun. And New, Ki New Kids on the Block. Yeah, that's the one. They come out. And what's interesting is a lot of people dressed up. They all wore their their day glow and their Madonna and there was a lot of side ponytails and there was a lot of, you know, MTV shirts, a lot of fingerless gloves, a lot of hats, pretty much any super over over the top 80s costume you could think of you would you would have found there was <laughs> there was a couple of brothers wearing big gold chains with their, <laughs> you know, run DNC and I mean, 
Adidas sweatpants. I mean, the whole gamut, right? And it was so, it was really cool. So NSYNC does not come out, but New Kids on the Block came out. (laughs) (laughs) But what was really cool. We should start keeping a tally every time. God damn it. Someone's going to be like, I know, Daryl, when you edit this, go <laughs> bing or, or a buzzer. Bing. So what was great, though, is that this was a part that no one knew about was they were bringing out 80s icons to introduce the acts. And so the girl, the oldest sister from Full House. Oh, Candace Cameron Burr. Candace Cameron came out and she's gorgeous. Oh, I know. And she came out and apparently New Kids on the Block did a thing on Fuller House on Netflix. And so she's like, I, she goes, I have loved New Kids on the Block. I was a huge fan. And she goes, and if you watch my new show on Fuller House on Netflix, you know, her little plug, they were on the show. I got to sing with them. I got to dance with them, blah, blah, blah. So here's in, in New Kids on the Block. <laughs> They come out, God, they come out and they all look amazing. They're very, they've all aged well, whether it's with the assistance of, you know, Botox or diet or whatever. Probably not. You know, guys, they just age well. Well, I will say this. Donnie Wahlberg looks like someone's grandpa. He looks, he's, he's looks, he's a little pasty. Oh, he's he's clearly adorable. He's cute as a button. He wore a hat the whole time because well, I assume he's, he's bald. balding, yeah. right? He, but and he, he's got know, a great show, too, which is, he's on Blue Bloods, which is an right. amazing television show. Well, I've never seen it, but... Um, and then but he's married to, you know, plastic the crazy, Barbie. God. Yes, the Barbie doll. But he has swagger. And so, and he was always my favorite. Yeah. I always liked Oh, Donnie. everybody loved Donnie. I thought everyone liked Jordan. A lot of people liked Jordan. Everybody loved Donnie because Donnie always took off his shirt. And then. Yeah, he didn't And do then that Joey time. usually tried to take off his shirt. But I mean, it was just looking like a, you know, a teenage. Right. You know, like a, a 12 year old boy. It was. Right. Not well, much to look he at. doesn't. He does not look like a child any longer. Oh, of um, course not. He's a man no, now. He's, He's and he's so cute. He's a really good looking guy. But what was funny is when they came out, everybody, you know, there was screaming and they started singing and they start with something, you know, they start with you, you got the right stuff. You oh, got yeah. the right mm-hmm. stuff, baby. Because that's easy. Yeah. And they, and the dance moves, everyone knows the, the Smurf and stuff. The so they're doing me young. I knew every single song <laughs> they sang. <laughs> And I sang them well. In fact, at one point when they were singing uh, Please Don't Go Girl, Paula, I was like this. I I was like, you're my best friend, girl. You're my loving thing. thing. I just want you to know that I will always love you. Oh, baby. Okay. I'm doing this hardcore loud, sitting in my seat, and Daryl is glued to my face. And I turn, I go, what? He's like, you love NSYNC, huh? <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. I forgot how much I loved New Kids on the Block. I did. I did. did. I loved it. Jordan Knight, Paula, is so freaking handsome. I know he, he is. He is so handsome. Now, he clearly, I think it was like this too. He was the, he was the kind of the lead singer 
of the yes, of the group. Yes, he was. He was. But what was funny is now they're going on a big summer tour, or, or they have a they have a residency in Vegas, I believe, this summer. Oh, do they? Um, and they they're they're doing a tour. No, though, no, that's Backstreet Boys. They are doing a tour with Paula Abdul. Oh, which I would totally go to see. By the way, yeah. I love Paula Abdul, and I believe Boys to Men. And now I, <laughs> it is super vintage, super retro. But I got to tell you, I love Paula Abdul, and what I saw I of love you kids, Boys to Men. Boys to Men is great. Not my necessarily my thing. I'm not into the hometown, you know, that Philly harmonious thing. But they are very good. Now <laughs> they do Grease. Now <laughs> you know they they were they were in Beauty School Dropout. They did Grease live on Fox. Oh, did they? that they did that and i'm like you know what they sing really really good but they're very overweight and they are definitely not in fighting shape well yeah. so hopefully <laughs> for the tour true. hopefully for the tour they get their shit together cut the carbs and you know but they sound great well which is one of them that... was on dancing with the stars so well maybe he doesn't have to cut his carbs but everyone yeah. else definitely does so they come out now they they clearly are shaking the rust off they have not done this in a while so they they pulled this stunt as if we didn't know they were making the audience sing a lot of the high notes initially oh so they're like you guys know the words and i'm like really guys really did you not gargle with the lemon juice before you came out here well i mean come on joey when he was singing i mean he was like 14 years old right so some of those high notes i mean that was just from lack of puberty well (laughs) i I will say that yeah and they don't adjust they did not adjust the uh the the notes for their lower voices now so they have to hit those those notes now i will say because jordan does the majority of the singing he he struggled initially but i have to give it to them never used a voice track they sang the songs which is hard to do and they did all their own you know dancing and everything they had no background dancers or anything it was just the five of them out there and donnie and and jordan and joey all sang the other two their mics weren't even on Swear to God. Well, they were always kind of backup, which was John and Danny. And right now, John now Danny. was always kind of the fuddy duddy. And Danny was always, he had Isn't the he kind of the beefy. Danny had the best body, which right. it kind of makes sense now because Danny's gay. <laughs> and so, uh, Paula, Paula, he has, he's really letting that flag fly. Oh, okay. But good for him because back then it was kind of hush hush. You can't be in a boy band and be gay, which actually was the same lesson Lance Bass learned. Exactly. And that's what I was going. I was going to mention that, that he clearly is in his own skin. He has a mohawk and he has a, I mean, the only way I can really, so I can give you a, a, a visual. He has the village people mustache. Yeah. And he's wearing a vest. Cool. And then jeans. Now, he's a very good looking man. He was always good looking. He just, for some reason, he was always a little bit of the odd man out. And Well, because he felt he was hiding. It didn't didn't make sense. Right. The only thing is, I wish they were harmonizing a bit, but I, but there, there were nothing, there was nothing coming out of their mics. And so the three of them were singing. Now they all struggled initially, but by the end of their set, they were hitting the high notes. They were like, Jordan did the, I mean, like he went high, high, you know, like really hit it hard. Wahlberg, you know, because he's the one with the swagger. So he like jumped down and he's like, you know, caressing this woman who could be our mother's age. (laughs) And he's like gyrating on her. And, you know, there's something so weird about seeing 
a woman who's much older getting aroused in public. It's weird. <laughs> well, he probably picked that one because I actually heard that Jenny McCarthy sometimes goes to their shows. Well, she wasn't there. I didn't see her. Yeah. So he's doing this with this woman who's got her. She's got her head back and her eyes are closed. I was like, wow. Wow. She's really letting allowing this to happen. That's, like she's really allowing it to happen. That would be upsetting. It was a little. It was a little uncomfortable. I don't think so I he, would want to see that. I didn't. It felt like seventies porn. It was weird. I'd be like, okay, that's enough, you two. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so then he jumps back up, and so they did the ballads. They did the one that we recorded as sisters what at Marriott's Great one? America. What is that one? Oh shit! And they sang it, and I went, oh my god! Oh, I didn't even tell Daryl. That kind of guy to. Th- Something I'm broken. not the kind of I'll be loving to be you forever, yes. girl. As long <laughs> as you want me to be. Yes, yes. They sang that, and I went, "Oh my God, this is the song. This is the song that we paid ten dollars a piece to sing in a recording studio at Marriott's Great America in Santa Clara, so we could get a cassette tape. And I'm positive it's out there somewhere. We just oh, have to we find have it. it. We've got to find it." That and then we foolishly had to do Mariah Carey. What were we? We don't have the vocals for those. Oh, God. God. You know who made us do Mariah Carey, right? Stephanie. Stephanie made us sing Mariah Carey. I can't live. Come on. What were we thinking, fools? That's, yeah. We should have sang a country song. At least we could have sounded better. Should have just sang the ABCs. Uh, So they did their thing. And by the end, you know, they got a standing ovation. They were great. They, you know, they really were super entertaining. And I was so glad that I finally, after all these years, got to see new kids on the block. I mean, it was it was a thrill. I'm not kidding. And so we head back to the VIP. You know, we're milling around. And then, you know, all these other acts come out. Eddie Money, UB40. The guy from, uh, uh, oh God, I can't remember his name now. The the guy from uh, the Men at Work. Oh, uh, he he I... sang some songs. Who can it be now? That guy. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Okay, here's the here's the misfortune of this gentleman. He is a consummate professional, amazing musician, a beautiful voice. And no one could give two craps what he has to say. Half the arena left when he came on stage Aww. because they were all there for new kids on the block. Yeah. And then the rest stuck it out to see Rick Astley at the end. And that was it. So it was it was unfortunate because there was some talented artists out there like, you know, Starship, Mickey, Dar- Mickey, Mickey Thomas was out there and he did a great thing. You know, I mean, it's not my style of music, but they are very professional and they do have really great voices. Well, they were just filler. I mean, really, Except for that's you know, all Eddie Money. OK, so Eddie Money, his band is now his children. Oh, really? Yes, his son is the drums. His other He's not son. the one that goes, I got two yes. tickets to Paris. Yes. I loved that commercial. <laughs> yes, that's him. Uh, the only thing he didn't do this time, oh, and his daughter is his his backup vocals. So it's a family band now. Oh, well, good for him. Well, on one end, I think it's good because, you know, he has an alcohol problem that well, most people clear. in the radio industry know about. Uh, I um, think anyone who saw that commercial <laughs> that he did with the uh, tourist yeah. people could gather right. that there was something a little off about him. Yes. And so he comes out and he start comes out to baby hold on to me. Whatever will be, will be, baby. You know the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I actually used to like Eddie Money. I mean, I still like him. I mean, 
Who doesn't like Eddie Money? Right. But but he's a hot mess. And so he comes out with his microphone in his hand. He goes, come on. And there's like 20 people. He looks you know? like his face is melting off his skull. <laughs> he comes out and he starts doing the clap over his hands with the mic. It's like. <laughs> it's like. Yes! It's like, God, stop it. You know, <laughs> I mean. I, I the reason that they booked him is he did have some stuff in the 80s but he's from the bay area and so that's why they brought him in it was filler so when rick astley comes out dude that man first of all he's incredibly attractive still he's 50. really oh my god look him up 50 years old his voice is clear as a bell. He had that audience. I mean, people were rushing the stage. He And, and Daryl and I were on the side platform, so we finally got some good seats, some good viewing areas. We were on the VIP, the platinum part. And so we got to watch the whole set. And he is so good. So good. I tried to do Facebook Live, and my video was blurry the whole time. Because yeah. I didn't have my glasses on. I couldn't see. Oh. That it wasn't that it was blurry. So I'm like, oh, well, sorry, everyone. I'm old. I I don't know how to work technology, but it was a really, really great way to end the evening. It was really fun. Did he rickroll the audience? Yes, he did do that. He goes, And so there's this classical piano playing and he's wandering around. And everything's nice and pretty and silky and beautiful. And he's got everybody calmed down. And then all of a sudden he's like, we're no strangers to love. <laughs> so he rickrolled the audience. That's awesome. That is so awesome. The Ugly Truth Podcast will always be free. So we appreciate you supporting the show by shopping on Amazon via our links on UglyTruth.com. Here's Jamie with her Amazon Pick of the Week. Hey, Hugs. Well, 2017 is here, and it's all about the new. We already think you're pretty fabulous, so what in the world could you possibly improve? How about your music? Right now, you can try the Amazon Music Unlimited for free for 30 days. If you love it, you can customize your membership to fit your lifestyle. And don't we love our options? Yes, we do. So go through the Ugly Mall, click on the Amazon link, and check out the free trial for Amazon Music Unlimited. Thanks, hugs. Bye. You can get this deal and literally anything you could ever want from Amazon and support our show at the same time by visiting UglyTruth.com slash shop. Thanks for helping out the truth. Let's get back to the show. Literally, Paula, I've been putting off getting my carpet cleaned for two years. I know that I needed my carpets cleaned, but every time I decided to do it, we something else comes up because the last time I got my carpets clean, it was right before we moved in and we've only, we've been, we haven't even been here four years. I know that's a long time. I get it. Most people get their carpets cleaned once a year at least, Uh, but our whole house isn't carpet. It's just our bedrooms and the stairs. So it doesn't get as dirty as quickly, but it was dirty. And so I said, all right, we got to do it. My daughter, Kenzie had purchased a cat and this cat is destructive. It fi- the, the final straw was she had put together this little terrarium in her bedroom and she left the potting soil in her room because children, no matter how old or young, they just don't put anything away if they don't live in the house. You know, if they're not paying the rent, they don't necessarily get responsible about things. The cat knocked the soil over. Oh, God. Did he start pooping in it? He peed in it twice. 
And oh, no. we didn't know because the door was shut and she well, of course wasn't because home. she never lets anybody in her room. And she wasn't home. And so when I opened the door and I saw this, I lost my shit. I lost it. And I said, okay, that's it. Called the carpet cleaning company. They came out yesterday. Now I knew it was going to be expensive because it, there was a lot of soil, especially in her room where this cat had been which he no longer is he's he's a garage downstairs outdoor cat now and so i mean we're done with it but i mean we needed the carpets clean they had to be done and so he comes in and now i am watching a show and i said look i don't want to deal with it daryl was working from home i said you just deal with the people whatever and then just get it done so when that happens and i don't know if any other men are like this or if you're in sales you are definitely like this by the end of the estimate, it had doubled. Oh, he added all the germicide and he added pesticide and every, other side. He threw everything at the wall and he made it sound like we were living in a home that should be condemned. And Daryl bought everything. Now, I'm not saying that it wasn't bad. It Her room needed special treatment, no doubt. I've never dealt with animal urine in carpet before so this was a new one to me so I realized that it definitely was going to be a little more expensive than your average I knew that but he took a black light to our carpet and that is how he convinced Daryl to buy everything and I'm like you know ridiculous that's a great way to scare the shit out of people but I think it's a little unnecessary because you come don't on. need a black light. You know, you know where your your problem areas are. So just right. say this is the problem area and this is the problem area. Right. Do your your steam clean and your pet treatment in this room and then steam clean the rest. Anyway, it was expensive. Daryl said yes. He paid What's it. What's expensive? I don't want to tell you. Like, are we talking over $200? Yes. Way. Way. Are you now, kidding me? When we got our when we got our carpets cleaned, when the house was vacant, it was $300. It was really expensive. I thought that was expensive. But stairs and stuff are really expensive. Jamie, that's ridiculous. Stanley Steamer will do a whole house for like 100 bucks. No. No. It's by square footage. I'm telling you. Trust me on this. It's not cheap. It might be I guess your upstairs. I guess your upstairs is bigger than I think. Our upstairs is as big as a house. It's it's yeah. huge. So uh, when all was said and done, it was more than three hundred dollars. I'll just say that. And but it, not so much where we where I went. What the fuck? But I walked in and I saw his estimate and I looked at the guy and I said, "That's a lot of numbers." And he goes, "Well." there's a lot to treat up there. And I said, yeah, I'm aware that it's really dirty in some areas. And I, and the pet thing really ups the price. And I knew that it would, because that's how they get people. It's like, you know, and the other thing is the carpet's expensive. This is not cheap carpet. And so it's very top of the line and it's, you know, something that you wouldn't rip out. You you would really try to save it. And so that's, that's yeah, why. But I mean, it's not, I, okay. I, I guess I'm just failing to see see it but maybe that's just me it the the carpet looks brand new uh he got all of the stains all of the dander all of the urine all the soil everything got out so it was great and i basically said look i it it wasn't 
like highway robbery but i think that it's one of those things like when you go to the vet and they say well you know we we should really do this and that and they just throw everything at you we and should run this you. test and we should do this x-ray right and we should run this special test where we do a spinal tap and blah right. blah blah and because you love your pet because your pet's your family yeah, just right just to rule things out and i'm just like i'm right. not ruling anything out i want you to test them for what i came here for right it's one of those things where some people will go do everything save my child or save my pet and there's other people who are like okay look i get what you're saying but do we really da 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 now my my mistake was it wasn't a mistake but i really should have been a little more involved when he was giving daryl the rundown because i have no problem saying no like, I have no problem saying, well, I appreciate what you're saying, but we're not going to do that. So, and then he'll go, well, you know, la, la, la. But me saying that, we got a more, we got another discount. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, so we got 20% off. Awesome. You know, whatever. So, you know, because he's like, well, this stuff isn't discountable. I'm like, oh, interesting how that goes. So yeah. he did discount it. So it was a little more palatable. But all I can say is I told the girls, I said, no more animals. They can't live in your room nothing we're done i'm done with this and i said and kenzie had this been your apartment you'd be fucked you would be so screwed right now oh god she has to be in so much trouble right now no, she's not in trouble it's i mean the thing for is, having is potting soil in her bedroom that was a while that was that was a while ago when this all i mean we did treat it when it happened but to get it out is when we called the carpet clean and you know what i mean like we we didn't just leave it i mean we did no, treat no, it with things but it wasn't enough and we're like the carpet's either ruined or we're having someone come and look at it luckily he was able to get all of it out like all of it so anyway carpets are beautiful and he goes well your room wasn't bad i'm like because there was no animals in there idiot right so anyway you know what though the house i am super sensitive about smells and stuff i don't smell anything over you sure. know no urine smell no nothing so we're we're starting fresh and you know that's the problem with animals and and like bad weather and stuff it's like you there's nowhere to put them you know when you decide to have all these creatures it's great and then winter comes and then suddenly there's nowhere for them to go because they might love being outdoors but not when it's raining and hailing you know so i mean it's i'm a little annoyed by it but i'm but i am glad that the carpets are cleaned so yeah. hopefully, ho- hopefully it was, I think it was worth it. And I'm mad at myself for waiting so long because that's really the problem. Well, I mean, I think he would have charged you the, the same if you had, whether you waited or not. Uh, yeah, maybe. But it would have just been a little bit. I mean, the, the square footage is really what it is. It's not everything. You know what I mean? It's just it's just a big upstairs and because so. i mean we're talking about getting our carpets professionally cleaned because you know we just are coming through the winter where everybody decided that they didn't want to go outside because right. you know it was, it was it too was really, cold yeah. or yeah or whatever and you can only do so much with you know the cleaning tools but i mean if it gets into the pad and all that kind of stuff i mean you're basically screwed and we just bought a brand new vacuum cleaner that cleaned up a bunch of stuff but it it's still you know it's still in the carpet so right and we had a cat that refused to poop in the litter box because it broke and so we just bought a brand new one and it seems that now he's decided that he's going to start using that one but you know it took us 
it took us a couple weeks before we got that one because it was like I said, it was a hundred dollars. Well, definitely, and what we did is we're, we we had it chemically treated. We had everything chemically treated. Everything. That's probably it, what we're going to do. Yeah, but yeah, you're gonna that's going to be eight hundred square feet. So. Mm-hmm. 850 square feet at least of carpet so i'm sure it's not going to be you know terribly cheap but no it's not no but it'll be worth it it's worth it no it'll be worth it but i mean we rent too and that's you know well if you want your deposit back you'll definitely do it well uh, well the stupid thing is as soon as we move out they're going to tear out the carpet anyway so that's true it's just it's more or less just for our own health you know just well yeah absolutely okay well uh why don't we go ahead and do our ugly and awkward moments of the week Yes. Okay, so mine is absolutely ridiculous. All right. We have, um, I've mentioned before, our friend Steve here in our apartment complex that we go visit pretty much on a daily basis. We were over saying hi to Steve, and he had called his son to leave him a message to, to have him call him. And then he hung up the phone. And then he was telling us that one of his doctors, because like I had mentioned, Steve is an old Vietnam veteran. And he's pretty much the equivalent of the guy that sits on the porch and yells at the kids, basically. All right. And not our kids, but, you know, he's just kind of a, he's a grumpy old man. And so his doctor had suggested to him that he might do some volunteering and okay. <laughs> so oh. he said, he said he just looked at his doctor and, um, and I said, well, what kind of volunteering did she want you to do? And he's like, I don't know. He's like, I didn't ask. And I'm just like, what she wants you to do? Go to like the vet hospital and, you know, encourage other veterans, you know, who are half, half off as bad as you and, and, you know, <gasps> to, why did you say that? Because we're we're really close, so I can All right. I can get away with those kinds of statements. You know? Okay, okay, got and, it. Uh, and I said half off as bad as you, and say, hey, it's not that bad out there, <laughs> you know. And <laughs> and, yeah. and like you know, you know, don't feel so bad. Like get up out of your bed, and you know, what do you what are you depressed about? And you know. You know, just like you should, you shouldn't feel so bad about yourself. You know, come on, you, you, you bum or something like. And I just, Jeez. you know, I started going off on this tangent. Oh no! It was, it was terrible. So I started going what off did on he this do? tangent, and he was, oh, he was laughing. He oh, was okay. laughing hysterically. Okay. And so after I was done with my tangent, all of a sudden his phone goes, "You've exhausted the amount of minutes for your voicemail." If you're satisfied <gasps> with your message, oh no! Please hit one. No! No! <laughs> no! Oh and no! So I was like, oh my god! Oh my god! <gasps> so apparently, because Steve doesn't see very well, and so oh, no. when he was done with his phone call, he didn't hang up. He just hit some <gasps> button, and so. Oh. He thought it was the funniest thing he ever heard. He didn't actually hang up the call. He saved it. And so 
he went back and replayed it and started listening to it. No. They listened to my whole tangent and I got up and I ran home. That is. I was so embarrassed. Now, the good news is, is that because Steve can't see very well, he accidentally deleted the message. Oh, thank <laughs> so God. His son didn't get the message. And so oh. when his son came back, he's like, Dad, I got a missed call from you, but you didn't leave a message. And he's just like, oh, I wanted to leave a message. Oh, my God. <laughs> Paula. But I know. That is so epic. That is it was so, so epically ugly. <gasps> that's so like horrible. That's like somebody leaving a baby monitor on and they can hear everything you're saying. I know. It was horrible. Ugh. It was horrible. I was so like I first I was gonna stay and then I'm like, I'm leaving. I can't do this. Oh my god, that's embarrassing. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. <laughs> you should go on the next USO tour with that. <laughs> So, you yeah, really right. Cheer up the troops. Cheer up the troops and tell them how. Don't worry, guys. It's not that bad, you bums. <laughs> you bums. You could be God. like this guy. You could Steve be like this up. dude over here. <laughs> Grumpy old man. Have Steve roll up in his wheelchair. Oh, my so. goodness. I don't know why, but whenever you talk about him, I think of Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> he reminds me of Lieutenant Dan. Does he? he totally does. That's funny. Grumpy old man with a heart of gold. He he's so he's so funny. He is so yeah. funny to me. Grizzled veterans, you know, there's something about them, man. They they there are some that are damaged beyond repair, but most of them, when you can reach them, man, they're great people. Great yeah, people. Him and Victor, they're like quickly becoming like little best friends. So, oh, we're the three best friends that anyone could have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that is that is quite epic. Oh, God, it was awful. I think you're I, I would say that you will win because mine is it is awkward and ugly for sure. But this that was pretty damn good. <laughs> OK, so you know that I kill things on accident all the time. You do. Well, you know, I mean, OK, I've I've killed a couple of squirrels. Since I've moved into this house, there's a lot of squirrel activity on the roads out here. Oh, like and, in your uh, car, yes. And remember when I, yeah, not with my hands or anything, but, you know, I when uh, this was a couple years ago, one ran in front of me and it tumbled in front of my car on top of my roof and then flung off to the side and died. Yes. And then uh, there was the other one that I killed that got stuck up into my undercarriage and burned to death. And it took months for it to go, the smell to go away. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, that was over the summer. And it, we, we, we were able to realize, just like with the Tootsie Pops, like, how many times does it take for the car to start before the squirrel burns off completely? Three months, if you're wondering. It's three months. Gross. So the other day, I'm on the phone, and uh, now with the new laws, you can't even, like, be touching your phone. So it has to be all speaker, Bluetooth, or whatever. So right. I'm in the car, and... Daryl's on his way home from the city and I'm on a side road trying to get home before there's, you know, there's so much traffic. And so I took this little side road that I take pretty much every day. And the uh, it's still winter here, but the, the, the squirrels are starting to come out of hibernation. And so there's a lot of running around and there's a lot of dead squirrels here and there in the roads because we have so many trees. So I'm driving down this road and I'm talking to Daryl on speaker so he can hear me driving. And there's a gray squirrel on the other side of the road and he's just staring at me as I'm coming upon him. Now, although I do boast about my hatred for chickens and squirrels, I don't go out of my way to hit them. I will swerve if there's no one behind me. 
and so or slow down now this squirrel had this look of indecision on his face and he wasn't sure what to do he ran out and he was in the middle of the road and i slowed down because i didn't want to hit him and then when i was past him i started to speed up a bit that fucking squirrel ran for my car i ran over his head only and it crunched so loud that daryl thought i got into a car accident He's like, oh, my God, what happened? And I was like, I just killed a squirrel. And I look at my rear view, and its head is stuck to the the pavement, and his body is flailing. Oh, God. I couldn't. I couldn't. I got an instant headache because <laughs> my, my blood pressure. I don't have blood pressure problems, but I got an instant headache. And I was like, I don't know what to do. He's like, well, you're not going to do anything. You killed a squirrel. And I said, listen to me. I don't. I don't. I know I talk a big game, but I don't like killing animals. It's like I hate it. And the, what was the what was he thinking? I go, he was suicidy, and I that makes it worse. It's like why are you putting this on me now? Now it's on me, you know. But it, uh, his his head cracked like a nut, and it was so loud that Daryl thought I hit another car. God, that's, that's how bad it, it was. So loud. I started crying. I was upset. He's like, honey, just calm down. You didn't hit it. I go, I killed a creature. Shut up. I don't know what I I feel terrible. He ran under your tire. He did directly. He like he it's almost like he placed his head on the on the street and said, do it. Just do it. And I didn't know because I couldn't see. And so, of course, I don't know why they do that. Like, why do they run for cars? I don't know. I, I mean, they do have walnut sized heads. I can only assume. And you know, the thing is, is when you hit something and uh, you kind of just you, you go away and that's the end of it. Well, no, not me. I had to go back a couple times. You went back? Well, I had to go get McKen- or Malia from school. So I turned around and I went down that road to see to make sure it was dead. It was dead. And I drove by it and I looked and I went, God, that, and it was big. It was a big honking squirrel, like one of those giant ones. Nice. And I think that's, I think that's why it was so well, loud. Gray squirrels usually are big. It was a gray. So I drove by it. And then <laughs> just to cut myself even deeper, I took Malia home and I made her look at <laughs> I go, do you see that dead squirrel? She's like, yeah. I go, your mother killed that squirrel. (laughs) She's like, what? And I go, I did. She's like, oh my God, mom. I'm like, I know. I'm I'm just, I continued to emotionally cut for the whole day. I went by the next morning I went by and it clearly a semi truck had hit hit it. There was nothing left. There was nothing left. So either that or vultures ate it. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I, so not only did I kill it, and it was accidental, so it wasn't like I purposely murdered anything. But I just said, just start calling me Bodega Junior at this point. I mean, I I'm, I'm oh. coming up on his score, three to fourteen. You you were doing what you were supposed to be doing. He's the one that invaded the territory. I know, but I still, you know, I'm still the one that's got to carry the loss. I you know. know that's he doesn't true. even know anymore. I don't know. When was the last the time guilt. you killed something? I mean, have you killed anything lately? Uh, no, no, it's only no, me. Mm-hmm. Daryl hasn't killed anything. Just me. I'm the only one. I don't. So I don't live in. Well, I mean, I guess I live in kind of a rural area, but yeah. I don't really hit anything. I don't know. <sighs> anyway, so you win. 50,000 points Holy, thank today. thank you. Oh, Yay. God. I mean, 
you know, it's always, you know, what's awkward and ugly about my moment is that not only did I, it was awkward because of my, my dumb luck in hitting things, but, but the fact that I emotionally cut about it for a solid yes, five to seven hours. That is true. That yeah, is I true. Can't let it go. I've can't never had that happen go. to me before. Like you see that in movies where mm. like people actually keep recording a conversation in, yeah. on like, their phone. I couldn't believe it really happened. <laughs> it did happen. Like it was weird. And it went on for like five minutes. That was the weird part. Isn't that funny? It's like, so, it's like, uh, so, like a friend of mine accidentally butt dialed me. By the way, Jason, if you're listening, you butt dialed me and left a four minute voicemail of nothing but his phone in his pocket. And I can hear him talking about work. And I listened, I probably listened for a good two minutes. <laughs> I listened because, you know, you never know. You never know. It's like, what if he called me and he's in trouble, you know? And so you listen. But no, he was just talking about storage facilities. You hear something incriminating. Yeah, it was nothing fun. Okay, so the Super Bowl, this show is going to drop on the day of the Super Bowl. It's going to be the New England Patriots versus the Atlanta Falcons. Yes. And I'm kind of surprised by the Atlanta Falcons because, I mean, when's the last time they've been in a Super Bowl? I believe it was the 80s. From what I recall, I think it was like 88 or 89, and I believe they won. Oh, good for them. They look amazing they look real good so any predictions any predictions oh i'm i'm gonna say atlanta i'm t i'm taking atlanta you're going with atlanta falcons okay uh, yep. so ryan wouldn't forgive me if i didn't say new england patriots but why I, isn't the dang new england patriots in it like every single freaking year they do and they cheat they're big fucking cheaters. I know. They are. They deflate their balls. I know. So. And it's funny because everybody's like, oh, I can't believe you don't like the Patriots. I'm like, whatever. They're, they're a bunch of fucking cheaters. And, you know, and everybody's like, well, everybody cheats. I'm like, well, not everybody gets caught. They were dumb enough to get yeah, caught. Really. So there. You have to be cheating so hard that you right? get caught. I mean, that's pretty bad. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> I, you know what? Okay, so everybody has their little, you know, every coach apparently has a secret room where they study all of the films of everybody else's teams that they acquired somehow illegally. And that's how they're able to beat everyone. Every coach does that. Well, you would think that the, that the teams would be a bit more competitive then. But no. So you know what? Atlanta all the way. Go Julio Jones. And Matt okay. Ryan was my quarterback for my fantasy football league, and he kicked ass. So there. I'm all in. Well, there you have it. All in. And so I'd like to give a special shout-out to Green Bay because they were our top downloader this last uh, episode. Get out so of here. I don't know where that came from. We didn't but even talk about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> That's awesome. It could be. It could be Aaron Rodgers. So kudos to Green Bay. Thank you, Wisconsin. Thank you. And we wish everyone a good Super Bowl Sunday, mm -hmm. a good week. Hopefully it's going to start warming up soon. Uh, I know that rodent Puxatoni Phil decided we were going to have six more weeks of uh, winter, but you know Screw him. What does he know? He's a he's a rat. Not only that, Paulette, but he's been wrong more than he's been right. <laughs> so I think he's been right eight out of the twenty six times. He lives in a hole. What does he well, know? Well and he's so. yeah, they're weird. I would never pick one of one of those things up or touch it. I don't know why they do that. But, and and what is he's varmint. I mean it's Vermin. Uh, he's not even yeah. vermin. I'm not into Ryan, it. German. I can barely handle slaws. And I know, I know they're adorable, but they're weird to me. I mean, I just, I don't want them to be abused or anything, but I just, they're odd to me. Like koalas kind of freak me out. What? Really? Koala, yeah, they're weird too. They're, they're slow and they're, they're, they, they can be really mean and angry. Koalas, slaws, anything, those long ass claws, they just kind of make me, 
they're kind of weird. Yeah, I don't really I don't like, like sloths' nails. Those are weird. And sloths just poop Ugh. wherever they want. That's kind of gross. I well, I don't know. I mean, they're they have cute little faces. I'll give them that. But they're just too, you know, they're they're marsupial yet not. I don't know. I, you know, monkeys in general kind of freak me out. I would never. I would never. Anything that touch one. anything willing to poop in its own hand. That's you know. Or masturbate in public. I mean, we don't <laughs> yeah, even like humans right. that do that. You know, if there's humans it's that against, masturbate in public, we we shun them too. So a, I don't know why it's, it's funny or cute the when law, they do it. But yet we show YouTube videos of monkeys doing it. <laughs> but when it monkeys all the time, do it at the zoo, it's, it's hilarious. Funny. I don't get it. Gross. Yeah, really. It's just too. That's too true, graphic. Too. Or, yeah, really, we have two channels for monkeys doing it. It's YouTube for people doing it's, you know, you porn. So, right. You know, take, I know. Take oh. your choice. <laughs> By the way, then we'll then we'll say goodbye. Temple Popper. And I used to watch her all the time. And then I took a long break because I feel like I had seen everything. But now the stuff she's showing is more surgical. It's not the zit stuff. It's like the big, like, big cysts stuff well when like she shows of- these lymphomas they just look like chicken breast yes. to me yeah you know i saw the i saw it the makes buffalo me feel like one. i need to go make dinner <laughs> i just yeah. I don't the know. buffalo hump one i saw yeah she, it was a woman who had a, a like a softball size lymphoma on her back yeah and the only thing, the really the only thing that I struggle with with some of those is that they give them locals. They don't put them under. And that, I struggle with that. I'd be like, you know, I realize it's our skin and it's really easy to numb and you can pretty much do whatever you want once it's numb. But I would be really concerned that she would hit a nerve or something because you don't realize how thick our skin is until you watch these procedures with Dr. Pimple Popper. Yeah. It's like a good inch or two thick. I mean, our skin is significant armor. That's true. And so I'm just like, you know, she gets down to those lower levels of epidermis and I'm like, how can you not be feeling that, you know? So I don't know that that would be my only thing. It's like, can you just knock me out, man? Can you just, I, I trust you, but not that much. Yeah. I'm kind of on hiatus right now. I just, um, I can't kind of hack it right now. I've seen it all. So I'm, but you know, I, what's funny is, I don't know if you can do this, but I don't watch it for the satisfaction of the pop. I watch it going, I could totally do this for a living. Like it doesn't bother me at all. I could absolutely do it if I was good at it, you know? You know, it would just really depend. I don't, uh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. The ones where she does things on their face, that's hard. If someone so had hard. something on their butt, I just don't think I could do it. <laughs> well, did you see the butt cyst? I've seen I've seen plenty. Yeah, I've yeah. The, plenty. the one that I saw was pretty significant, uh, but the, but another doctor had done a hack job on him, so it was really bad. And I felt sorry for the person, but luckily they got it all, you know. But you know what? Away. I think she has a rule where she doesn't do anything below the waist, so well she she did this one then because this one was on the like between the butt cheek and the leg and she did it she did huh. it interesting i'm surprised she made the exception she made the exception because this gentleman had been butchered somebody oh. he had he had a cyst that was actually more of a boil yeah and they they uh, the, the original doctor had um tried to biopsy it Oh, okay. It, they cut the top of this boil off, and it was just a mess. So I think she went in, she cleaned it out. They had to, it took two or three treatments to get it completely wow. healed. Poor I feel guy. sorry for people like that. Yeah. So I think that's why she did it because I think she's probably one of the best in the biz, no doubt. Probably. Yeah. All, right. All right. Well, on that note, now that you're thoroughly <laughs> grossed out, 
We will let you yeah. go and get back to your regular day. Like I said, enjoy your Super Bowl. Hopefully your team won. And Jamie and I are very happy to have you as listeners. And we will see you next week. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap. But make sure to watch your podcast feed for all the screw-ups and edits from this episode and what we call Ugly Cuts. And then we'll have a brand new full episode for you next week. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.